0: What's up, everybody? Yo. Welcome to the Tug of More. Yeah. I'm Whitney.
1: I'm Trustin'.
0: And we are two friends. Been working together 11 years. Uh We are always having a conversation here at Tug of More about all that God has for us. It's a tug. It's a tension. It's a fight. Uh And we're just trying to get there, right? That's right. Keep saying more words.
1: Dude, I like just making sound effects. Yeah. Why don't you keep talking? I'm just going to be your hype man.
0: Oh, okay. Well, today Uh uh, we're going to talk about something exciting. Yes. Tristan said he already knows what he wants to talk about. Yeah. What is it that you want to talk about?
1: Well, I don't know.
0: You don't know what you want to talk about, or do you know what you want to talk about?
1: I want to talk about, I don't know.
0: Okay. Yeah. No, that's actually something we talk about a lot around here.
1: If you feel the tug of more... That's if right. you feel like God has something great for you, you had better be able to admit when you don't know something.
0: There's a lot of times that we don't know what we're doing.
1: Because if you already have the opinion that you know everything you you then do do not have the capacity to learn anything it's true if you say the cup is full the cup cannot take in any more information
0: well and if we're tugging into more chances are pretty good that we've never been there before and so if we've never been there before then most likely we don't really know what we're doing
1: so no matter what you lead the ability to admit and verbally say to someone that you don't know yeah is gold
0: yeah that's true
1: the sentence i don't know is the doorway to learning new information
0: you know what I found out today I don't know (laughs) apparently I don't know what I'm doing when I got dressed this morning because you told me something that kind of made me sad
1: oh dude Whitney today looks like Jay Leno Y'all know who Jay, Jay Leno, Leno is. Of put all a photo. The people put a photo of Jay Leno in.
0: Jay Leno. That's who I look like today. It's because so glad. Jay
1: Leno. He always wears these uh denim denim shirts, jackets. Yeah. So Jay, he wears denim shirts and denim pants, and they call that a Canadian tuxedo. Yeah. And so Winnie's today rocking the Canadian tuxedo. So apparently
0: I look like an old man today. Or,
1: or like a car mechanic from like this 80s. <laughs> or a car mechanic.
0: These are things on both if of those If you just things, had like
1: a big grease stain on your... Both of
0: those things is what I was going for when I got dressed today.
1: <laughs> hey, listen, sometimes we have to admit we don't know.
0: And That's true. So let's keep talking about it in context of leadership in maybe whether we're owning a business whether we run an organization maybe we're just leading some people in a department in the job that we have
1: maybe you're just a you're you're a stay-at-home parent yeah we had kids and do you know one of the reasons rachel's such a great mom right is because she went to a bunch of moms and said hey i don't know what to cook for dinner i don't know how to keep up with this laundry
0: no it's true i don't
1: know how to balance the new financial strain of having children and because she was humble enough right. to say she didn't know she could learn. So business ministry right this all of past
0: it. week we were talking about it that God's been kind to us to give us some connections and relationships. but we realized as we were talking about it, it's really not that. It's really been our ability to say to them, yeah hey, will you help us? We don't know
1: yeah let's 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 get into why people are afraid to say the sentence well, I don't know.
0: Pride is the biggest reason
1: their pride because we're afraid to let people know that we don't know something. Yeah,
0: we, I think as, especially as Americans, we pride ourselves on being like smart and having it together. And like, if we're leading something, we wanna be the ones who are the best and the greatest. And so then you don't wanna admit that you actually don't
1: know. And we, when we get used to pretending like we know everything, then we have to like keep that facade up mm, that's true it's a facade man it's a it's, facade. A, it's a facade to act like you know it all. have you ever met those people that yes. like you start saying something they're like yeah oh of course of course something <laughs> i love to do is i would be like oh well tell me about it <laughs> well, tell me about it or i'll be like hey you know where the bible says uh and you start and they're like yeah and i'm like oh keep going right and you call them and they have no they have no idea why no, do we why do we, why do we why do we do that
0: because we want to be agreeable or no?
1: because we want to look like we know it all yeah we want to look smart
0: right but but again if we're doing something great if we're striving for more it's pretty likely that eventually it's gonna we're gonna come up with something we didn't learn in school something we didn't already learn from our past job we're gonna come into contact with man a relationship or a situation that's gonna need Somebody else's help. Yeah, we aren't going to be able to do it all ourselves.
1: Somewhere in my life's adventures, uh-oh, I heard a guy teaching something. I don't even all the way know what it was, but he had got on a whiteboard and he drew a big circle. I've done this illustration for our staff before. Kay. He drew a big circle on the whiteboard, and then he said, "This is all of the knowledge in the world." okay this is all knowledge all information everything in the world and then he drew a tiny little sliver of a pie the like literally the tiniest sliver yeah and he said and this was like a high professor harvard like billionaire genius kind of guy and he said this is all i know Hmm. he says this is the only information in the universe that i actually know and this genius man right. it's like a it's like a famous inventor it's probably on the internet you can find it he said this is all that i know and when i remember that it can help me get my slice larger yeah and so for me there's a lot i do know
0: of course we're not saying but, you don't but, know
1: but the amount <laughs> but i the don't amount know. i know in contrast to the amount i don't know is a overwhelming amount it's true i don't know anything about astro physicists their job I don't know nothing about <laughs> uh, actually I know the word chlorophyll but I don't He's know kind of yeah I don't actually know about right. that I I can't speak Greek right I don't know about uh, investments yeah I don't know how right. to turn raw metal into a car <laughs> I, no I it's don't true. know how I don't know how makeup is made yeah. applied I don't know all kind of stuff
0: made or applied that's a good both of those are good things <laughs> that you don't know I, I wonder uh, if it is different now in the world we live in today than it even was in the world that we grew up in. Because yeah. nowadays, so much is at our fingertips that we can Google. Think about when you were a kid, if you got in an argument with your friends on the playground about like something, oh, yeah. a stat or a statistic, you'd have to wait till you went home and either like asked your parents, looked it up in
1: the Encyclopedia Britannica, oh. or
0: like, right? But now we just pull out our phone and Google it.
1: Constantly, right. everything from like, what movie is that actor in right to like yes. yeah how or, is how to
0: I don't even why know why is
1: the world running out of helium right this is a conversation
0: this is important but but I think that if we were are willing to understand hey we'll google anything yeah why would we not be willing to ask people for help but again it goes back to pride
1: yeah um yeah so you've got to identify what you do know and then admit this giant percentage of the pie yeah. that you don't know uh you know something that we've talked about together, is that the way that God answers problems in the earth is through people.
0: Right, exactly. So
1: like, if you have a problem and you are like, God, we need some more money in our budget. God is not gonna have just gold fall out of the sky. He's gonna send a person
0: He could, but most likely he's sending a person. He's going to send a person who then
1: writes a check and makes an investment in whatever you're doing. Yeah, we might get a check in the mailbox
0: we didn't expect, but it's going to come from a person or an organization. God answers
1: problems through people. Right. And so the way that we gain knowledge is is through people.
0: Let's talk about a bunch of ways that we've been willing in the last several years to Several years, more
1: like today.
0: Well, even today. Yeah. (laughs) But let's talk about and share. I think it's important for people to know... Like, what does that look like? How do you ask for help? What do you do when you don't know? Okay. I think that's a good question. You,
1: so if you have an area that you don't know, first find somebody who might.
0: Right, might is a great, you don't have to know. Yeah. So often we wait until we find the right, perfect person yeah. to be our mentor, yeah. right? Yeah. This is not a conversation about finding a mentor. No. This is a conversation about just asking when we don't know. Find
1: someone who might. And they might not even be a leading expert, but do right. they know a little bit more than you? Right. Because if they can just help me get to the next step in my tug towards right. more, then that's all that I need. Exactly. So you find them and you just set up a opportunity. Absolutely. And uh, what's the saying? Go to them with your hat in your hand. Go to them in a yeah. posture of humility, right. and, and ask.
0: This is a great, this like, is a great thought though. Don't go to them telling them already what you already know. They don't need you, you they know, don't need all that. Now go that. I with humility. that go. I
1: have the privilege of traveling and preaching yeah. some, um, whenever I get somewhere, there'll be uh, somebody who like will pick me up from the airport. Yeah, And it's usually like a younger pastor or somebody yeah. who picks me up. And there's one of two types of personalities that pick me up from the airport. Yeah,
0: we've talked about this a bunch.
1: Have we talked about it here though? No, I don't think so. Okay, so there's the kind of person who picks me up from the airport that when I get into their car to go to the convention or right. where we're going, they, Tell me everything they're doing. Right. Here's my ministry. Here's our strategy. Here's our plan. And it is like if it's a 40 minute car ride, for 40 minutes I'm hearing them talk to me about how great they are.
0: Right. Or how, how much they've done.
1: How much they've done, their right. name dropping and all the right. things. And then we get out and they have learned nothing. Right. Or there's the other person who uh who says, hey, Pastor it's so nice to meet you, honored to have 40 minutes with you. Right. I've got five questions that I'd love to ask you while we drive, is that okay? Yeah. And I know I'm with a good leader. Right. So now this younger person will ask me these questions. Now they're just pulling information out of my head. Right. They've already done a little research on who I am and what I'm good at. Yeah. And dude, it, it it's great for me, it's no, not work. Right. I enjoy helping the people, right. but it, it really is this, I'm like, who do I wanna be? Do I wanna be the flexor right. or do I wanna be the sponge?
0: no it's true
1: and the sponges are the winners
0: no you just said something great though i think the first thing we have to do is identify that most people do want to help you said something there you enjoy it yeah and i think sometimes we can be scared that asking for help they're gonna not they don't want to help us (laughs) they don't want to give us information they don't want to share what they know and some people may not but who cares about those worst thing they can do is say no yeah but nine times out of ten people are excited to get to share what God's done for them, what they've yes. learned, all those things. Go ahead.
1: At the beginning of the summer, yeah. uh, I was taking a sabbatical, yeah. which in uh non-pastor language is just a vacation. <laughs> and uh, so I was taking some time right. off to like rest and reflect and right. refresh and all these things. And I'd never done that before. I've yeah. taken vacations, but I'd never been gone for like long duration. Weeks at a time, yeah. And so I called three friends, uh, two of them mentors, one of them like a friend. Yeah. One, shout out, John McKenzie, he's pastor of Hope Fellowship, yeah. great church in Dallas, Great big church, yeah. Multiple campuses, right? Dude's a killer. He's a stud.
0: Stud leader, one of the greatest leaders. We and have. I
1: say to him, "Hey, Pastor, can I set up a time? I just want to ask you some questions about how to rest on yeah. a sabbatical." Yeah. And so him and I probably had a 30-minute phone call. I asked him a couple questions, and it literally shifted my mindset on so many things. Good. Yeah. And uh, at the end of the call, I'm like, "Hey, thank you so much for taking." He says, "No, man." I love to do this yeah he's like the information i just told you took me 20 years to learn right and he's like why would i not want to pass that along why would i not want to hand that down Exactly. and i think that people love to talk about what they've learned right it's just are we willing to ask
0: no it's so good so important and i think yeah we have to be humble enough to go it's all right that i don't always know we you and i are in meetings and conversations all the time we've we've had we've learned we've gotten the opportunity to learn about finances and we've purchased Mm -hmm. land and we've done all kinds of building plans and all different things that yeah we're not engineers we're not architects we're not bankers no we're i'm not even financial guru of anything even though i do my very best to help steward the money in this house or in god's house but i'm like the only way we've been able to do any of those things is by asking for help asking for questions, asking somebody else, hey, will you show me the way? And what you just said is so good because you, in 30 minutes, acquired knowledge- 20 years of knowledge. From 20 years worth of wisdom, of sacrifice, of of trial and error. Come on now, like that
1: is huge. But it's because of humility. Absolutely. So as we've bought the land and buildings and transfers and big financial transactions- Huge things, yeah. We did not, I did not learn that in Bible college. No, right. They did not teach me that i learned a very small sliver in yeah. college while i was there and you know i think that sometimes degrees are dangerous
0: yeah you and i degree, get to fight about this because no. i have kids that are i'm like go to college no no but, no, I, but, it's but true. you're right
1: sometimes you're right degrees are dangerous because what we do is we get this little paper that we hang on our wall i've got one in my office right right and it says you know here's what he is my wife has her master's degree right. she's a master and we have these degrees, and then we we think because I've arranged uh, have this degree, right? We're a master. No, man, you you have mastered your tiny sliver, the most tiny sliver of right? knowledge. No, it's so but good. But when we would position ourselves, so we uh, we just not too long ago asked uh, some finance gurus, yep, like a, a, a one guy who's a land developer, yeah, another guy who's a money guy that we have a relationship with that don't even live in Texas, right? And we essentially begged them, yeah to fly to Living Church on their dime. Yep, we bought to, them barbecue. We bought them lunch <laughs> at Big D's Barbecue. Come we on, spent shout out Mansfield. $50 on barbecue yeah. for four people. And man, we asked those dudes so many questions. So many questions. So so much stuff, yeah. and they gave us some shifts and some directions, and if you do this and do this first. And no, 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 don't. one of the things they told us to not do may have saved us $2 million. It's true. One conversation saved us millions. Right. We, uh, you want to keep going? Yeah. You got something
0: there? No, I'll, you're good. I mean, we had
1: a meeting. Uh, we had somebody uh, make a big donation to the church oh, yeah. was a couple years ago, and we had some big debt in an area, and so me and Pastor Whitney are like, you know what we're doing? We're just going to pay off the debt. Yeah, we're just, gonna pay the we're just off. you
0: know, because I don't want to have debt in my house, so right. I'm not trying so, to have So, debt so in we the go,
1: we go and ask our some of our directors, yeah. and some men and women that have wisdom about finance. Right. And they go, no, don't, don't do that. Do this, invest here, and move this, and reconsolidate, right. and 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 it was like, oh, wow, you guys are way smarter than us.
0: Yes, in the, this area. In this area, they're the same people though coming to us for wisdom about. They're on the, in the uh, altar biblical, crying. Right, their marriage getting things, changed. Right because that's what we're supposed to do. That's what we are, have knowledge about. Yeah. And so like, man, if we can work together, it's incredible what we can accomplish. And so we've been able to see that our willingness, you know, six years ago, we we called pastors like, hey, we know you, we trust you. You tell us what to do. We'll do anything you tell us to do. Yeah. John McKinsey's one of them that we've yeah. sat in his office before and just said, pastor, what should we do? And yeah. we do whatever he says. But then not just in the areas like that we're uh, already knowledgeable in, in areas that we have no clue. And that can be, I think sometimes very intimidating because I already have zero. I already know that I have zero knowledge about this area. Yeah. So I'm going to come in, not even like, Hey, I know this much, but what do you think here? I'm just literally like, I don't know. Tell us what you think. Yeah. And I think that one's a really hard one. Sometimes when you're like, I don't know nothing about this area, right. but I need to learn it. Who can help me?
1: Sometimes if there's an area. So like as we're in the uh, process of building. Yeah. Like I never knew that we were going to have to hire an engineer to do all these dirt work right, studies. Right. And so that they have to like inject lime into the earth to firm like crazy. I, I didn't know all these things. Yeah. And So you know what I did? I just started watching a bunch of YouTube videos. Right. I literally just watched YouTube videos about like steel construction, tilt wall construction, right uh uh dirt work prep like right. just anything to put some content into my brain so that when i put myself in rooms to learn i'm not so dumb that i can't even follow the conversation it's great it's super like good. i am unable to have a conversation with a person about and the nhl hockey
0: hockey oh yeah all like I know you, is they fight, and sometimes they take their shirt off know. I know Wayne Gretzky. Right, right. That's it.
1: That's about all ice. that I know. There's
0: ice on the ring. There's ice and <laughs> skates
1: and a, and a puck. Yeah. But if I... So if I wanted to have, be able to have a good conversation about hockey, I would get on and I would type in, what are the rules of hockey? Right. And I would listen to a thing. No, it's so good. This is what we need to do.
0: No, you could... Because those people who have questions that they're driving you from the airport to the church those questions maybe they're pulling out of their head but normally they've been thinking about them they've yeah. known if i get the opportunity this is what i want I've, I've met with students before we have an internship program here at living church and the ones who are the most successful are the ones who've come with prepared questions ready yes. to go to ask and to help and i think that that's it like don't just call a meeting like i want to learn about this but you don't really have a, a yeah. basis of what you want to learn. But it's okay if you don't know much. Yeah. But you're like, hey, I've researched, I've, I've, I've tried, and now here's some questions I have. Can you help me? And I just, man, the amount of things we've been able to learn and accomplish, I, I'm like, what else? What else is there? So many things.
1: We've talked to people about um, how to create our organizational governance.
0: Oh, that's true. We've
1: talked to people about like staff structures. Yeah. We've, I've got a text right now to a mentor that I wanna have a meeting with him about how they navigate their staff meetings. Mm-hmm. Because like as our organization right. grows, there are now more people at the table. And yep. so the tables start to get like a lot. And so like right. how many meetings should I be having? Yep. And so I'm like, I've never led a staff meeting right. that has 20 people in it. Right. And so I'm like, okay, are there better ways that I can navigate yeah, this? And so for I'm sure. just, trying to trying to figure it out. Yeah. I've got a a dude that I work out with who's knows more than me. Yeah. He has a degree in that and so he right. helps me. Whitney doesn't cut her own hair? No. Right?
0: <laughs> I'm I, just saying like if I would have tried it would not all, be good. All of, I, go I would the, look more like Jay Leno. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all of these areas we we submit ourselves right? under somebody and we have a heart of of humility, but sometimes in that tug of more I think people don't advance because they're just too afraid to admit they they need help.
0: Yeah. But the help truth me. is that's way more refreshing. And you and I were in a conversation.
1: This is about to be so good a while Say ago.
0: It. No, we were in a conversation a while ago with some people. Um, and and you know, we're awesome. We have brilliant personalities. <laughs> we're fun and Whoa. funny. I'm ser- yeah, but but we those were not the reasons why they were drawn to help us. They told us later they said, <laughs> the reason why, what?
1: You cracked me up. What? It's just funny. (laughs)
0: I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, And he's, they told us later, they said, the reason we were so drawn to help you is yes, I believe in the vision of what God's doing in your church. I believe that you guys are powerful, mighty leaders. I believe that you've been set apart and that you're going to achieve more.
1: But because we started. But
0: the reason that I said, these people are special. These people are different. I want to help them. is because you literally asked for help. And they said, you would be shocked how many people come to us and say they want help, but are not willing to actually hear what we have to say.
1: Yeah, aren't willing to learn, aren't, 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 aren't willing to change right. what they thought. Yes. So like, sometimes people wanna to talk to some big wig leader oh, right. or next level person, but it's not just talk to them or ask them questions. It's really be in the position of like, I'm gonna walk out of here thinking different than I think now. Yes.
0: Change my mind,
1: uh, please change my mind. Yes,
0: right, and I think that's the thing. Some people are willing to say, "I don't know," yeah, but then when they get there, they are unwilling to change. Yeah, they're unwilling to change their mind or their opinion or their thoughts, and, or they get—I don't know—maybe they get intimidated in the moment and they're like, "Never mind, I'm sticking to my guns." But I think for you and I, we get our mind changed a lot, not in what's real that we believe about no. God and business, no. all those things, but we're willing to say, "Hey." We don't really know. How? How can we do it different? How can
1: we do it better? What, okay, so let's talk about the if somebody's listening and they haven't ever done this before, yeah. or they know it's like rubs them the wrong way, how do you begin to be humble? <laughs> like this is what we're talking about is really like humility. It's you submitting yourself under somebody else's information and knowledge and wisdom and perspective. How do you start to grow humility? It's a muscle
0: it is a muscle
1: same way you can start bench pressing more is by by just doing it how how do you start to become humble
0: well i i mean i think that so they, first
1: admit you don't know it all yeah you have to be then, willing
0: to admit you don't know it and then be willing to put yourself yeah it's a posture yeah um it could be a posture of deciding okay i don't know a lot about this area and i want to know more um but i'm going to go serve or volunteer or help in an area maybe that i am familiar with yeah sometimes humility in one place comes from being humble in the place that you feel strength and confident and so like for me if um i'll go and serve some of the students in the college near us that are like uh wanting to be in ministry, girls who are wanting to step yeah. into more. Because that me being humble in that moment to say my time is valuable, yeah. but I'm gonna submit and give it to you yeah. helps me gain a heart, a posture of humility in these other places, yeah. in these other rooms that I might step into. Right.
1: The word that you said that's it that's that's the key would be the point if I were writing this down in bold yeah, notes yeah, yeah. is posture. Yeah. That uh, sometimes we can walk through life with this this yeah. this posture. Yeah. But if we can just go to people with a posture of like yeah. teach me right i i want to learn yeah so admit you don't know it all build a list of questions yeah. walk in with the right posture
0: well i think that some a lot of people who have pride it's really insecurity okay and so if you can get confident in what you do know mm-hmm. you can be okay there then it makes it a lot easier to step in i i think some people fight that so hard because they're just insecure everywhere they are.
1: Right. So we're insecure. And so we're trying to prove that we're allowed at the table. Right. We're trying to prove you know, those people that it's like they like to hear themselves talk. Yes. The reason they do that is because they want to prove that they even should be in the room.
0: Right. That they even belong.
1: And once we have the confidence that we're where we're supposed to be, we can shut up for a minute. You you can't. It's very hard to listen and talk at the same time.
0: Right. No, it's true. So
1: stop talking and start listening. Yeah. Take notes. What is your note thing?
0: what is my note thing you have like a quote oh, that you, yeah note takers are history makers note takers are yeah, history makers yeah. and so, <laughs> so once you Old submit yourself under the
1: thing take notes yeah constantly we we'll are being meetings and me and wit will both be taking out notes and i'll be like did you get that yeah like no it's and then, super good go back and review it
0: yeah no i think so and then and then if you have a time where you do it and you do it wrong just try again I think being willing to try again and go like, oh, I didn't handle that one very well. Or, oh, I flexed too hard there, you gotta be self-aware.
1: Something you alluded to uh, is really good, that we're not looking for a one-stop shop. Right. Sometimes when it comes to growing in wisdom or knowledge or whatever, we want a one-stop shop. We're like, I need a person who is perfect in all of these areas and they can answer all my questions. And so like, okay, maybe there's a Superman or a maybe. Captain Marvel out there that I can go and ask, or maybe I have to build a team. Correct. And so like for us right now in your office on right the whiteboard, now. right now, right now we have like our real estate development team right. of names of men and women in our church and even outside of our church yep. that are a part of the team to help us mm-hmm. and none of them are one stop shop. No, nobody knows true. the real estate, nobody knows the land, nobody knows the financing all in one. Right. And if they do know it all in one, you're gonna have to write them a big check. Yeah. No, it's true. We but, So build we, a team of wisdom.
0: We, uh, in our building process, have been told uh, the amount of money it would cost us. Remember yeah, this? Yeah. To have a person who would be the one-stop shop person yeah. who might not, uh, they might not know, but they'll go research it. And it was
1: hundreds of thousands of dollars.
0: Like $600,000. And yeah. we were like, oh, no, we can ask questions. Yeah, like, but a lot
1: of churches do no, that. No,
0: they do. They pay for so, it. And so, and then that's not wrong if that's what they decide to do, but for us, in the context we're in and in the financial place we're in, we're like, this is not wisdom. And so, man, what you're saying is really good. And I think it's important because we live in a culture that is all about mentorship, that everyone's trying to find a mentor. And that's good. It is good, but it's really rare to have one mentor in your life that teaches you, and I'm not saying it's not possible, but it's, it's not probable that that's gonna be what takes you into more in life. And
1: talking to the person at the right level. So.
0: Oh yeah, this is good.
1: Uh, no, it's good. Craig Rochelle, Right. Is arguably the, one of the greatest Christian leaders Absolutely. in America. Right? Incredible. Now, what I love to have a lunch with Craig Rochelle, shout out Craig, let's hang out. I would love to, but guess what? Right. For where I am and our organization right. is, what I need is John McKenzie. Yeah. What I need is Herbert Cooper. Right. What I need is 10 other pastors. No,
0: let's talk about that. that.
1: that, that, that I can only mm. even eat what they're able to cook. No, this is great. But like, it would kind of be a waste of the opportunity for right. me to beg Craig Rochelle no, to right. meet with me right now, because His level of understanding, I don't need yet. Right. No, when we
0: first. We we see it at
1: Living Church all the time. Yeah. That people are like, I want to meet with Pastor Trustin. Right. Like, okay, you can come and meet with me, but man, you know who would be way better for you to meet with is this person, this person, this person. Right. Because they are going to be able to teach you everything you need no it's so
0: good in about six years ago i went to a couple different mentor places and one church to try to talk to them about um, their finances and how they do their budgets and all these pieces but again their organization was so much larger than ours at that time that it
1: was drinking out of a fire hose it was overwhelming the context
0: did not work for where we were at and i had to find someone a little bit in between where yeah. we were and where they were in order for it to work. In the same regard, um, we every year put our feet in, in places that are bigger than us. It's yeah. something we really believe in that we will go and expose ourselves yeah. to more. Yeah. And so we went to Elevation Church, yeah. uh, I don't know how many years ago, has that been three yeah. or something years ago? And um, you had a friend there that connected us and that was great. We didn't even end up seeing him, um, but he connected us to someone else. Now it could have been, uh, possible for us to be like, oh!
1: How dare Stephen Furtick I believe not believe come they out? They wouldn't
0: come and say hi to us, which is absurd. Yeah. Um, but what you're he saying, got stuff is to that, do. yeah, and that relationship but, from that person.
1: But though we didn't meet the lead, right? We met the number.
0: I don't know what he is or was
1: Eight, ten, whatever
0: he and but also he was over exactly the area that we as we started talking, as we got to know him more, something that we really needed. Yeah. And then in the last few years, as we've stepped into new things, ironically, he was exactly the person we needed to call to help us in some things. And I think what can happen is we we call somebody or we reach out and we don't get them. And then we just stop because we want we want the best and the most yeah. and the morest or whatever. And it's like, no, call and then also take what is given to you because yeah. you never know the relationship that God's placed in your life.
1: Exactly. And I'm
0: I'm saying, man, that connection has helped us in so many ways Yeah. Uh, in the decisions we've made. And if we would have just been like, okay, this guy, whatever, and just given him maybe a little respect, a little time, yeah. but not really taking it, no I'm grateful that we slowed down and we listened and we yeah. were friends now and yeah. we have a connection to call
1: we went to uh Gainesville Georgia yeah to Free Chapel Jensen Franklin's yeah. church and uh got to meet Jensen it was yeah. super cool but only for a couple minutes yeah but then one of their staff guys yeah. gave us like a tour and the walk through the next right. day and he was eight years younger than me probably yeah but like looked it too yeah. like young guy yeah. <laughs> and it would have been easy to say, like, I don't want to learn nothing from this kid. Right. But we sat, followed him around a whole day. That's right. Learned so much. So much. Was that man younger than me? Yes. What does that matter? Right. He's in an organization that's way bigger. Right. And he was just giving us gold. Right. But it's because we had some humility to to, to ask and yeah. to admit, hey, I don't I don't know. No,
0: even this summer we were... You and I were looking for an answer to a question that we were trying to find and solve and we end up meeting this guy Just in a random conversation ask him a question and he's like, I don't know the answer to your question I think you can find it here and like and we both had this like okay Let's just move on but we started talking And through that was really a divine conversation that we are now currently in really, I was emailing with him today over some stuff that we needed that we didn't know what God had planned next, but God did. And he put this person in our path. Go.
1: No, it's because sometimes we can see people as not as valuable. No, you're right. So like uh, if we have a meeting in an office somewhere, do you know who's really valuable?
0: Yep. The, secretary, exactly you're right. the
1: secretary of the person we're meeting with come on that's because true. guess who gets me the next meeting
0: yep that person the
1: person outside the office i'm there to go into
0: yep and guess so who's going to be it. willing to make the phone call to move something around and shift it so it works guess in our who's schedule gonna, and there guess
1: who's going to bug the boss yeah to let me come back right is the person outside the office yep. and so You hear we're chatting them up. Yes. Ask them about their kids and talking about Disney World. We're bringing them sweet tea. (laughs) Yeah, we are. Dude, butter (laughs) that, butter that biscuit. Yes. Like you go, and you're just kind and nice, and you humble yourself that I'm not the powerful one, here to see your boss. No, you're valuable. Yep. And I'm gonna honor you because you're the gatekeeper Mm -hmm. to the person that I need.
0: Okay, but what if I'm humble? I'm not prideful. I'm just scared. I'm just afraid. Okay. What if um I call them and they say, No, I don't want to help you? What if I have a big need and but I but I, I don't know and I don't even know if I'm gonna say it right or ask it right or if I'm gonna look dumb or 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 man, I mean, who even am I? Why would they even want to take my call?
1: When I was a youth pastor, uh we had a big outreach event that we were doing. Mm-hmm. And so I sent an email to Goodyear Blimp. Of course you did. I wanted to get the Goodyear Blimp to come and fly around Red Oak, Texas, (laughs) promoting (laughs) our student outreach that may have 800 kids. Yeah. They told me no. Really? And so then they sent me to another company who has like trucks with like big LED walls, they drive around, they told me no. But the guy on the phone, told me, you know what you could do, is you could just get a semi-trailer and hang a banner over the side of it. I was like, that's genius. Yep. I, I tell that silly story, because maybe you get told no by Goodyear Blimp. Right. But maybe the Goodyear Blimp conversation leads you to right. the person that can actually give you the answer. No, it's because true. Because I did not have the hundred thousand dollars that the Goodyear blimp costs. <laughs> I was going to
0: charge for the two hours. But you know what I did have? Now.
1: I had a good old boy who yep. had a semi trailer, right. and I had some. He gave me some old tires, and I threw tires on the roof and tied ropes to hang a Smart. banner yep. off the edge of the freeway of the yep. church. And so, like, I know you're scared they're going to say no. Cool. Yeah. Maybe they'll say yes. Right. We have an event that we do in the summer called Summer Slam. Uh-huh. It's like a midweek yeah. or mid-survival. Yeah. And so we asked a guy that I've never even met before yeah. to come and preach one of those nights. Yeah. And we sent the invite for him to come. Yeah. Like he's never going to say yes. But he did. But he did. Yeah. And then I got people like, How did you get him to come and preach? I was like, I just asked him. Yeah. And so no, it
0: makes me think of, so in stop our, being scared. we talk about emotional health, we probably need to talk more about emotional health some more and dig into that a little yeah. bit more. But one of those things we've talked about before that our counselors said to us is like, what's the risk? And so like when we have emotional response, sometimes I have to navigate, okay, why, what is the risk? What's the worst thing that could happen? And I have to be willing to go, oh, okay, it's this, this, this. And that helps me calm down in my heart. The same is true here. What's the risk? What's the worst that could happen? They could say no. Yeah. And you just don't ever talk to them well, again. Well,
1: they say they, no, and then it makes you feel not important. Right. But guess what? That person's opinion is not what no. determines your importance. No,
0: it's true. And if we're pushing to, into more, we have to be willing to be told no. Like. Yeah. Man, in sales, they always say that uh, you're going to get one yes for every nine no's. And like we have to be willing to do it, like to know that they're going to say no, and that's okay. That doesn't mean we're not supposed to keep pushing into what God has for us. That doesn't mean we're supposed to stop. It just means this is not the right connection. Because if we'll keep doing it, we will find the right one.
1: We went to go get a loan.
0: Oh, yeah, this is true. We went
1: to go get a loan, and the bank that we went to... We thought it was a done deal. We thought they were in. They liked us. All the things they sent out to underwriting told us no.
0: Yeah. That made us feel like losers. (laughs) Made me
1: feel like such a loser and I was so shook that I was like, maybe this isn't God's will. And then I was like, wait a minute. There's more than one bank in town. What?
0: That's amazing.
1: And so I told Whit, I was like, we'll go to 50 banks. That's right. This is what God has for us. He's gonna do it. We just need to find somebody who believes in it. Right. And I think the next one we went to.
0: Yeah. Well, it was also a connection of somebody we knew. Actually, we called smart. It's true. We called to ask for advice. Yeah. And they said, actually, we can do it for you. Right. It was a friend that we knew and we said, what do we do? Who do we call? How should we? And he said, actually, I have the connection to this place. Here's the thing. And he was able to get it done for us. Yeah. Gave us less fees, gave us a better rate. All the things were better because we were willing to say not only, hey, can you help us, but also tell them that we had failed. How yeah. we had not failed I guess technically but the bank had said no. Sometimes we're not willing to even admit some of the hurdles that we've had. Mm-hmm. That's another step of the humility. Yeah. Hey, we're stuck or in a we're in a pickle. Yeah. Will you really ha- can you tell us where to go next? And because we were willing to do that, we actually got a better deal. <laughs> another question could be, well, but if I ask for their wisdom, how do I know that they Actually, have my best interest in mind—that they're actually going to give me the wisdom that's going to help me. So, how did we know that this banker was going to actually be good to us and not take advantage of us? How do we know and trust that their wisdom uh, is going to be wisdom that's good for us, not something that's going to actually help them in the end?
1: Well, it's just through another humble ask somewhere else. Yes, that's and so good. it's through building a team. Yeah. So, like, I—if I'm nervous that the bank's going to take advantage of me then i just ask a guy that i really trust who knows about money to come to the meeting with me yep. to just be a set of ears in the room okay and so we did that with with our engineering process because i don't know about land and buying and oil gases and pipes and stuff right and so we just took a guy in our church who's done some land development and i said hey can you just come and sit in this meeting and then like if something is said that you don't like can you just like and so he literally was like hey pastor and tells me what to say and then I say it and yep. then now it all get it all gets worked out. So like the power of cross-referencing and like no, building a team. No, it's really
0: smart because, and even being willing in those kind of meetings to go, you know what, I don't know, so I'm gonna come back. Yeah. And just because it's someone you've asked for help, you can still say you don't know in those meetings too. Yeah. You know, I don't really know yet about that. I, I'm not really sure if I wanna go that direction or that, mm-hmm. let me chew on it, let me think about it. And it's just humility everywhere, you're
1: right. So whatever your challenge is, Yeah. Admit that you don't know. Yeah. If you have ten kids in a youth group, and you want to grow it to twenty-five, go and ask somebody and say, "Hey, I've only got ten kids." Hmm. If you're if you uh, did a million dollars in sales last year, cool. Find somebody who did ten million in sales. Yeah. And buy them lunch and ask them to help you.
0: No, it's super good. If you, like you mentioned at the top, if you are stepping into a new season as a mom or maybe a mom who's going back to work, if you are as, yes. a, as a dad in a new season with your family and now you've got, you're maybe you're transitioning from diapers into like toddler life, into like soccer practice, go meet with somebody else who's been there and yeah. be willing to just say, hey, can you tell me what you did? Doesn't mean you have to take every piece of their advice, But you never know what you might find.
1: Eat eat the meat and spit out the bones.
0: Yeah, it's super important. We
1: took a bunch of our volunteers to a pastor's conference. Yeah,
0: a local one that's not far away. We took about like
1: 70 people. Yeah, a bunch of people. And there's some things that this church does that I love, Right. and there's some that I really don't like. Right. And so I told them all, hey, throughout this conference, we're gonna eat the meat and spit out the bones. There are gonna be some things that are probably said that are not how we're gonna do it in our culture. Right. But there are some things that we can really glean wisdom from and so that question you just asked about how to not be taken advantage of is, that's another piece, like don't just swallow everything somebody no, says, right. like weigh it against like your own um Yeah, beliefs. inner, inner, yeah. Yeah, your own theology, your right. own like ethos. Because no, like,
0: we've, we've received wisdom before that we absolutely didn't take.
1: But it was because we knew that we were different.
0: And we knew that their answer came from their slant or their yeah. view or their thoughts on something that, yeah, we didn't agree with. But
1: like meat is meat, man. Like truth is truth, eat yeah. it up. And this is not only true for, we were using a lot of business finance stuff because that's where we are organizationally yeah. and yeah. personally right no, now. It's true. But there's been times I went to a friend who's a mentor and said, hey, I know you got really hurt yeah. by someone in your life and I got really hurt by somebody in my life, and I start crying, Yeah. and I'm like, can you tell me how you got over that? Right. That's kind of embarrassing. No, it's hard. That's embarrassing to go. I'm supposed to, I've read the Bible a bunch of times. I'm supposed to know the answers yeah. to these things, but, but saying like, I don't know how to do this. Well, Man, I learned so much wisdom, though, but I had to cry, and yeah. I had to ask, and yep. it was embarrassing to admit I wasn't okay. Because what we do, it's not only I know it all, but it's I'm okay. And the minute we can start saying, I'm not okay, I'm sad, I'm hurt, I'm confused, I'm offended, now we can heal.
0: Well, no, even I was just telling you at lunch today that my son and I had a conversation where he was willing to like say, hey, I'm trying to navigate some stuff in my head, I'm trying to process it, and like, how do I do that? Where do I go from here? And what happens is we don't step into more. We stay stuck because we're unwilling to say, I don't really even know emotionally, yeah. personally, mentally, all of that, how to how to go on yeah. and man, if we can do that. We've
1: got to pursue wisdom.
0: No, and so it's something you and I say all the time. People will hear us when we, uh, if they work with us or if they go to our church or just maybe here that we don't know what we're doing. Yeah. We say that a lot, but what it means is we've submitted to God that, hey, you're in charge of our lives and of our, our business and all of these pieces, we're gonna to listen to your wisdom. Yeah. And then because of that, we're gonna submit ourselves to other godly wisdom and, so and be willing to to step into more. And so you can step into more and also admit you don't know.
1: And you've gotta do them both.
0: It's a, you have to. It takes
1: two hands to pull the rope. It's it true. takes strength and a question. It's true. Dude, strength so good and humility. Man, hey, if you guys have any questions. That's right. Uh, Say, I don't know. Yeah. Say, hey, I don't know about this area of leadership, right. of leading my organization. Yeah,
0: or if you have questions about how to ask questions or yeah. how to call somebody for help. There's we'd love nothing to help
1: more you. that we'd love to do than answer your questions. That's right. Uh, love you guys. See you next time.